Hello, ladies and gents. We are talking The Suicide Squad. I am Ravi, and I'm here with my brothers Christian and Arjuna, and Mr. Michael is in his producer's chair. Let's get one thing out of the way. I loved the first Suicide Squad. No, I'm just kidding. I hated the first Suicide Squad. It was utter dog shit. If dog shit and piss had a baby, it would be the first Suicide Squad. I just wanted to make that known to the world. So you liked the first Suicide Squad? No, I didn't. Well, I'm, I'm conflicted with it. What? So what, what is there to be conflicted about with the first Suicide Squad? If the only thing that existed in the world was, you know, Suicide Squad, the 2016 version, and there was nothing else to compare it to, it would be okay. That doesn't make but any sense. But because there are You can other make an argument about anything. <laughs> you I know. <laughs> yeah. There's one good thing that came out of the Suicide Squad, the first movie. That Will cool Smith. shot of Will Smith is dead shot on top of the car, slow mo with his guns, and that was it. That's the I thought, only. I thought, that's literally the only thing I remember about. No, no, no. Time. The only good thing, much like Venom, that came out of that movie oh, is the song "Heathens." Yeah, by, uh, by Twenty One Pilots. Pilots. That's actually, the only. Thing. You could actually argue that because of Suicide Squad, the first one, that's kind of what really made Twenty One Pilots kind of known, like more mainstream, more well known. Interesting. Because they that song was there. They did the f- like official music video. There was all it's, it's l- it really is the only good part of that. It's actually also how our mother found Twenty One Pilots. Wait, our mom listens to the Twenty One Pilots? She does on occasion, yeah. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. I mean the 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 the, the mom mom listens to like Prodigy and yeah, it's all weird. that other weird stuff. Well, she's like so. listening to like you know seven decades of music at this point. So. Wow, they have, haven't they? Probably because they probably listened to some fifties. You know, they were live in the sixties and then all the way to present. Yeah, what the hell are the fifties? Elvis? No, he's sixties. No, isn't that the beat? I don't. Know. I don't know. I, th- yeah, I think yeah, I wasn't alive. <laughs> well, are you you're sure? an old man though, so I expect. Wait, hold on. <laughs> are you sure? Trent Krim. Trent Krim. The, the Independent. The oh, it's Independent. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> How do you not? Anyway, we're talking the suicide, the Suicide Squad, a James Gunn movie, uh, mm. based entirely on Guardians of the. Ga- I'm kidding. No, it's not based on Guardians of the Galaxy. But I did ask you all this after we saw the movie. Oh, there's do a you th- do you think, you know, if in some fucked up variant alternate timeline, if Disney was like, do whatever you want, James Gunn, do you think he would have made Guardians as violent as what we saw in uh, the Suicide Squad? I think, I the think an- so. I think the answer is yes. <laughs> because every James Gunn movie outside of outside of Guardians, I believe, and I haven't yeah. seen every James Gunn movie, is extremely violent. Also, so, so by just yeah. by like his volume, his is. body of work, you you would assume yes. I could he, be wrong, but also I feel like James Gunn is more of a comic purist than people give him credit for. Just in terms of he likes to mm, that's fair lean into the weird and bizarre, and I think for both Guardians and the Suicide Squad, he leaned into comic runs that were pretty accurate to what you got on screen. The Guardians comics are never super violent. Marvel comics in general just aren't as violent as Have you read a Punisher comic? Yeah, but I I said in general, right? The Guardians comics don't have people's faces getting caved in by bullets. Are we sure? No, we're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I actually haven't read them. So I, not, I I'm not, I'm not 100% yeah, sure yeah. I haven't read every single Guardians <laughs> comic, but I think from what I have read and what I have seen, I haven't encountered a lot of that. You know what? I'm going to spend the next um, six days learning how to draw and uh, <laughs> do digital drawings. Do like and, and make stick figure and make, Yeah, basically make you a violent uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. I mean, you could say Groot being blown to pieces is graphic. You know, yeah. all of his limbs just out there like that. 
It's he's a tree. It's Splint fine. dark splinters. Yeah, that's oh, dark, man. That's Splinter. dark. I don't know how trees work. How do trees work? Uh, they, well, uh, if we they go by Lord in of the Rings, carbon, and then they breathe out. They oxygen. are old and slow, and they talk like this. Oh, oh hello, Frodo. Oh, right. Tree bear never met Frodo. Little I don't think so. I don't think he did. Anyway, so. one word impression, guys, to kind of recap your movie watching, going experience, and or the movie. The Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. The Sesame Squad. The Soy Sauce Squad. Ooh. Making me hungry. Now I want sushi. The Sushi Squad. Or Chinese food. That's what's for Yeah, so one word impression. Who's got theirs first? I have one. I have one too, but I want to go first. Wow. Because I don't want it to be ruined by you all. Oh, you're going first? Yes. Oh. So you can't ruin it. Sure. Go ahead. Right, here we go. <clears throat> Rat. <laughs> I don't get it. Rat. I'm just kidding. As we all know, this movie has the Rat Catcher two, uh, daughter of Rat Rat Catcher, <laughs> whose uh, um, ability is to be able to control rats with a magic wand. magical wand thing. Um, oh, I'm assuming the Rat Catcher is based on um, is it Pied Piper, the flute mm, sure. person who had the flute that controlled the rats. Maybe. I think Ratcatcher actually might be an original character that was made for the movie. Oh, um, shit. But there's probably inspiration. Uh, Ratcatcher 1 played by Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. <laughs> who uh, ODs on drugs. Heroin. <laughs> this, seem, this seems ominous for Oh. Wow! Oh. You can't oh. say that. Wait, what do you know? Do you know? What is what celebrity no, no, gossip no, no, do you no, have? No, no, no. It's just like because he he's in some of the tabloids. And he's been partying a lot. And Aren't we all partying too much? A bunch he's, of been, he's, he's been in, you know, he's been doing some stuff. Uh, so, he's but yeah, Rat, Rat Catcher, you know, is uh, the emotional center of the film as well. <laughs> uh, I didn't pick up on that from the the teleprompter here, or the fact that all of the. Uh, Press junkets, that's what every other character said about Ratcatcher. But in, in also, I, I, I say the word rat because uh, Ratcatcher has a, a very good CGI rat. Wow. It's very good CGI. I, uh, I, I applaud them on, on doing a really good job. A very cute CGI rat that is part of the comedy of that character, part, just part of the comedy in general. Um, you know, Sebastian. Some, Sebastian. Some really fun parts where you've got the Freedom Fighters and, um, you know, the. New Suicide Squad comes in, murders a bunch of them accidentally, and then oh the leader of the Freedom Fighters is like, is that rat waving at me to kind of like break the tension? <laughs> and the rat does a really good job of like breaking the tension, which is great. <laughs> and then obviously Idris Elba's character, um, Bloodsport, Bloodsport, you know, becomes friends with the rat at the very end. So I don't know if he's friends, he, he he lets the rat sit on his lap, and he he uncomfortably, almost uncomfortably, fearfully. I will pets say, I'll say this: nobody in their right ma- mind. Would put, let a rat on them unless the rat was a friend because rats are you know pretty disgusting creatures. So that you would have to be at the friend level. I would think they carry people plates. say that about babies too. Nobody that has they're disgusting creatures. Says, well, they are definitely disgusting. There we go. I found yeah. one. Oh, is that what I mean, you they, said? All they do is pee and poop. And is that what up. you said about Arjuna when he was born, Krishna? Disgusting. I mean, I don't creature. remember. Could I talk when he was born? Yeah, I could talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, how old am I? Krishna What's the age difference? Krishna couldn't talk until was he was 14. <laughs> <laughs> and even then. He just quoted uh, um, Deadpool quotes. <laughs> At 14? Holy shit. Could you imagine? I mean, that would that feels like that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, Krishna, your one word impression. My one word impression is gun. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you can spell it either way, too. First, there were a lot of guns in this movie. Uh, and it was directed by James Gunn. So, I mean, honestly, uh, it's Gunn mostly for the director. He has very, like, distinct style. Uh, and that came through, obviously, in the, the Guardians movies. Uh, it's, like, you know, fast, uh, witty, very stylish. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's you, can almost, you can almost put on a movie, and you, I, th- I would be confident in being like if it was a movie a movie that i didn't know anything about and if it was done you know i'd be like this is a james gunn movie based on like shots and like you know different elements uh, and things like that uh and and james gunn is clearly the the big the big difference between the first guardians and the second guardians movie right sure there's a bunch of different actors i'm sure the the dp and all that stuff is different but the director is what you know, it's it's the clear difference between Did you say those Guardians? two movies. Uh, I meant first Suicide Squad. I was like, I was yeah, like, yeah, James yeah. Gunn directed both Guardians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a clear difference between Guardians and Suicide Squad <laughs> is that James Gunn was a very different director. <laughs> yeah, uh, he had he had uh, he, he was has young. white hair. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. But you got, and then obviously, uh, an, and the other reason I would use Gunn as well is that uh, I really liked Bloodsport uh, as a hero slash villain. You know, anti-hero? they're bad anti-hero. Yeah, hey, Lead, there was good in him. Rat said so. That was definitely good in him. <laughs> Sebastian. Um, his name was Sebastian. Oh yeah, but like he, his suit was really. His cool. suit was cool. His guns. Wait, the we're talking about rat could, or <laughs> yes. no blood sport and his gun. <laughs> yeah, blood sport. And then also really his cool uh, standoff with John Cena's character and peacemaker. The fact that peacemaker and the fact that their guns. Uh, you know, shot bullets that, you know, one went through the other one. That was cool. Because cool. he had a smaller bullet. It was cool. Well, it's funny because they it's had the euphemism. inverse of the conversation mm-hmm. earlier where uh, Bloodsport has the bigger ones and, and uh, Peacemaker's like, oh, I have the smaller bullets. But then the smaller bullet of Bloodsport wins. Yeah. By the way, I just want to say uh, John Cena, Cena, I thought was really good. He, he might have been my favorite part of the movie because I was, like, just surprised at, like, how much I l- enjoyed his performance in that character was your favorite was line so is ridiculous. one about dicks being in the field and that he would <laughs> oh man if there were a bunch of dicks on that beach like, I, would I would every day <laughs> i would do it for my country like oh it was just so he played it so I'll well kill men women and children for peach patri- yeah it's patri- like john cena freedom. was such a great choice a for that night and to me it was like left field i didn't know you know i've never i haven't seen the other one the blockers movie that he was blockers. in uh and uh, i don't know what else he's been in but you know, so he I was, was in the I was WWE. Surprised. <laughs> he was in the WWE. He was, he, he was a good he's actor. known as a wrestler. Yeah, exactly. So he, I don't immediately you know what, apply. I'm curious with like you know, John Cena. So he does timing. a lot of Make a Wish um, wishes. You know, the foundation um, that obviously works with you know you know kids with cancer. Mm. Um, I'm curious to see if like I'm curious and also a little horrified if they're gonna be like kids. In the Make a Wish program, they're like, "Yeah, I want to see John Cena as the Patriots." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then it's like peacemaker, peacemaker. 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 Yeah. It's like these kids that clearly have seen <laughs> this movie. Yeah, which you know they probably shouldn't. Yeah, I would hope not. It's kind of rated R, I think. Yeah. It is so, rated R, yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah. no, it's only kind of rated R. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's rated a R. suggestion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rated and, R. I mean, it was very Question colorful, or? and there's a cute uh, villain. You know, the big starfish. I want someone to superimpose Patrick Star as the yes. Somebody the needs star. to like yeah replace yes. him. That would be awesome. Be oh man, did anyone remember the villain's name? The the Starro the Conqueror. Yeah, Starro. So real quick, Sauron. Mm-hmm. I want to say Sauron. Sauron the, Sauron Conqueror. the Conqueror. But it's uh, Starro. 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 Yeah. So you know, you all remember uh, Batman Beyond, right? Correct. So in Batman Beyond, there is an arc where 
Superman and Justice League Unlimited. So Superman comes to Bruce Wayne and Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond, and he's like, hey, there's somebody trying to like take out the Justice League. Turns out it was Superman taking out the Justice League, and he had Batman investigate. That's because this stupid little starfish thing uh, had attached yes. itself to Superman and taken over. over, and also had a bunch of like its little babies, <laughs> and was ready to take over a whole bunch of people. Good old Patrick Star, nice. Just wanted to take over people. Good old Starro. I wonder if James Gunn watched uh, that ju- that uh, Batman Beyond episode. 100%. You could make the argument that Thinker is the real baddie. Peter uh, Peter Capaldi's character because he kind of tortures Starro for thirty years and makes him. But 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 like we learned in the movie though, maybe the real villain is America. (laughs) Oh god! Yeah, because it was American scientists that brought the thing back to Earth and the American government that basically paid the Thinker to do the experiments. There are a few villains, you know, Peacemaker, Venom, Venom, is in a different universe. (laughs) The 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 the, um, warlord that Harley Quinn shoots. You know, I was like, oh, man, he's he's like he's a villain. And all of a sudden he dies halfway through. The yeah, movie. that was, I was like, oh, OK. I swore to myself that if the yeah. man had red so flags, good. I would shoot. Him. I would kill. Him. I would just kill him. <laughs> oh, so good. Right. Thing. Right. Do the, the, the right thing. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't wrong. Yeah. She's like, you can hurt kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, you knew exactly how that shot was set up. You know, he, he had his back turned for a while. They kept the camera on him. You knew that he was going to get shot. Immediately as he turned wow. around. I, I still jumped in the theater. Yeah, right. I, 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 I did this. I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> cover my eyes. Cover my ears. Can't see or hear anything. Exactly. Uh, Junior, your one word impression. My one word impression for the Suicide Squad is bird. 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 Big bird. Bird. Why bird? So Wait, bird or bird? Bird. <laughs> so, uh, Like I want my bird? Bird. So there's a shot in the there's a there's a line in the movie that's also in the trailer from King Shark where uh, he's on the comms and he says they're like uh, I forget King Shark's name because it's an N but you know King Shark will refer to him as here uh, it's like what do you see and he's like bird <laughs> uh, there's also a lot of bird death in this movie the opening shot Savant With uses the, a ball to yep. kill a bird oh yeah the uh, general who takes over for the dictator. Uh, Burns a bunch of birds of the former. Uh, when when Michael Rooker's savant dies at the beginning, a bird comes and gnaws at his corpse, mm. uh, and then uh, you know King Shark says, "Bird, bird, is, is, bird. Bird, is bird supposed to like represent something? Maybe freedom. Maybe James <laughs> Gunn wants to fly away. Maybe James Gunn hates birds. Yeah, maybe. Actually, I would say uh, that uh, he hate. Oh, I guess he killed more birds than birds got their day or whatever that thing is birds that represent freedom yeah and the suicide squad is not a free group it's true they are all prisoners and birds and rats are natural you know predator and prey so and rat is obviously a big theme within the movie you know the suicide squad themselves are, are considered rats i Maybe. have a question it was a response to birds of prey Ooh, that's a joke that, uh, that's <laughs> no way that's, that doesn't make any sense actually but anyways my question is, they all were criminals. What was Peacemaker's crime? Oh, so they never explained that. Yeah. Right. I almost, the, the way I interpreted it was because he is there for uh, Amanda Waller, he was planted uh. to kind of k- make sure that they did the mission and they got rid of the evidence. 
Uh, also, that the when they're doing the intros for each character, and she goes to Peacemaker, and yep. verbatim says the exact same thing she said for Bloodsport, was like yeah. oh, <laughs> was like just great delivery by Viola Davis to like not like ch- like have the same intonation and everything, and then Idris just being like, what "The fuck, what the yeah. fuck, he's me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially like the line before, she's like, "Every every person on this team brings something unique." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they the do the same thing. Oh man, so good. Before we get into our Junior's DVD chapter listing, one question I have for you guys. Um, this movie, I think, did a really good job of throwing up titles, mm. but incorporating it into the environment as opposed to the Marvel way of just right in the center of the screen with a sound pop. Yeah. Be like, you know, Boom. Moscow, that's where we are now, and, and Berlin, and blah, blah, blah. Captain America, Winter and Soldier. Yeah. We also did a lot of time jumping in terms of, you know, eight minutes earlier or three days earlier or yeah. now present. Yep. Um, did you guys find that to be at all distracting or do you think it kind of worked with the flow of the general movie? I feel like it worked for the most part. Um, it definitely took you out of like certain scenes. Um, y- you know, I think, I think when they're in Jotunheim, right, the, the big laboratory and you're kind of wondering what's going on here and then you go eight mil- minutes earlier uh, you're like, does that really work? You know, you're you're kind of wondering in the scene, like, oh, why did the explosion go off? What's happening with our other team? I don't know. Like, I would be interested to see it cut back and forth. Yeah, like traditional. Uh, yeah, I would be. I would be interested to see how that works. Like, I'm not. I'm not sure if that scene exactly works. I think at the beginning of the movie, when you have like the first squad murdered, and then you have the second squad come and you explain it and do the more traditional art origin, that part works. But like that last part. It's a little shaky. Definitely the last one, I, that was the, the point I wanted to make, was especially that last scene or, you know, Peacemaker's final moments when he's got the gun to to Ratcatcher. Yeah. Definitely takes it away. And then, you know, Idris was comical kind of landing. Yeah. Right? Boom, boom, <laughs> yeah. boom, boom. It almost felt like they had to, like, justify how does he get there in those eight minutes. Yeah. You know, it didn't feel smooth. Hmm. I didn't mind it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I yeah, I, to, I totally, totally I get what it. I totally get what you're saying. Uh, I thought I, I thought it sort of like added to the the fun of the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. So, but yeah, I think but, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's like a personal seems yeah, like a personal preference. personal yeah. preference and yeah. Well, aren't movies all made for my preference and nobody else's? I mean, yes, you are the Omega Point. <gasps> Hi, I'm Omega. I'm, I'm Omega. Omega. <laughs> uh, Anyway, let's get into our Juno's <laughs> DVD chapter listing. Our Juno likes to do this thing where he uh, <laughs> uh, likes to look at old technology known as DVDs that had chapter listings. And he goes through and he hypothetically makes a list that, you know, never really sees the light of day. I, I have a quick question for Juno sure. before we jump into this. Juno, what DVD chapter listing do you draw on? Like, what is the best DVD chapter listing you've ever seen? <laughs> Yeah, like, what are you trying to emulate? Is like, it Wild Wild West? Because they have a great one. Oh, they do. <laughs> yeah, so, they do. so uh, as both of you know, I believe some of the very first DVDs we got were Wild Wild West, mm-hmm. Independence Day, yep. and The Mummy. Yes. So those are the three I, like, and I think Stargate was another early one we got, yes, too, for DVDs. So those are, like, the three, four that I really kind of picture 
in terms of a DVD chapter. Oh, man, I remember when we got, like, the Toshiba. I think it was Toshiba. The Toshiba DVD, DVD, like DVD player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you have to, like, you have to like fill out a card yeah. and then send off for yeah. it and then you mail it back. Man, the world was so weird back then. <laughs> what was, the fuck? It was a strange place. Remember when Netflix it was also beautiful to start? Place. Yeah, I mean, that was college. That's yeah. And in college, because you were poor and you wanted DVDs, you would lose the DVD a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man, what a time. Yeah, or you ripped the DVDs. That's, yeah, before they had proper... Um, copyright stuff. LimeWire. But I remember specifically <laughs> one of those movies like had the wrong chapter. Like the the DVD chapter listing in the box didn't match with the chapter on the DVD menu. And it really bothered me. But I can't remember which movie it was. What lies beneath? I think it was either Independence <laughs> Day or Wild Wild West. It was one of those two that like there was I think it was Independence Day. That had one of them. I was like, wow, this really, this really grinds my gears. You know why? <laughs> because what we had had the director's edition and the theatrical cut, theatrical cut. So I wonder if the DVD listing maybe was, was off theatrical. the theatrical. And yeah, because mm. uh, we only ever watch the director's cut. Yeah, because we're film nerds. Because you know yeah. we're like we want we're the longer awesome. one. Yeah, more we want alien. more alien scum. That's yeah. right. Welcome to Earth. Yeah, it's like if you ask someone like, "What's the difference between the theatrical cut of Lord of the Rings and the extended cut?" So many people watch like the extended cut, or any version of the original trilogy of Star Wars. Who knows oh, what the yeah. truth is anymore? Yeah, Han didn't shoot first. Han shot first. Han uh, shot anyway, Sorjuna has a DVD chapter listing, and as always, Christian's going to read this, and we always have Christian do it in a fun accent because it makes him annoyed and squirmy. Oh, wait, can I choose the one this time? No, no, he's going to be Peacemaker. Oh. Peacemaker? I thought he should be Groot because James Gunn. I, I, no, no, Groot. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. So, so basically, you're going to be really patriotic, Really, like, stand for what you believe in. Really be proud, I'm proud to be of yourself, American. you know, as, as a, a person, as a, as a boy in this country. <laughs> All right. See what I did there? No. Okay, good. All right. Our Judas DVD chapter listing as Peacemaker. Ooh. Bebo just liked my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Oh my God. I am Peacemaker. Red shirt day. I'm putting a team together. We are shark. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I can do anything better than you. Get drunk montage. I love you. Now die. Bird burn. Time to unite the cast before COVID is over. Because COVID is over. Interesting. Rush the castle. Peacemaker is a heel. That's me. <laughs> the doctor explodes. Not the bus driver. Milton. <laughs> Milton. No. <gasps> it works. <laughs> uh, Patrick is angry. Mutiny squad. The rats always win. Yeah. So I can't really picture his voice, like uh, how he uh, how he did did things. So. I mean, it's just how John Cena talks. Yeah. How really? does Yeah. How does he talk? He talks kind of just normal. like an American. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it talks yeah. just talks. <laughs> you just, you could have been more proud it's about it. Uh, I could be more proud. Yes. Bird burn. <laughs> bird burn. Bird burn. I think your uh, your best one by far is Red Shirts Day. That's a good one. The opening, obviously. Yep. And goodbye. Great opening. Goodbye, boomerang. Finally, like poor Rooker. Was it what, shocked? Was anyone shocked by the opening? Like just like yes. all those characters? No, dying? because I, I got it ruined for me, unfortunately. No, no. So before we saw the movie, uh, there was a couple of videos floating around on Twitter, and Mark Mark Mark, how do you say her? Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie? 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 Ro- Ro- 
Um, she basically was, there was a clip of her saying that the script was so brutal in the beginning that anybody uh, could go. And she was like, you, you better not be killing me. And then that clip was out. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's not cool. That's yeah. yeah. But it's so. funny because, like, Pete Davidson, for example, was, like, an actor. They really, like, at least a lot of press was like, Pete Davidson is in the Suicide Squad. I was so happy when you he know? died. Why? He's I, a I nice just, guy. I, yeah, he's, he's the sure. spokesman he's of Smartwater now. What was everyone's favorite death in the opening? Oh. Mine was Weasel drowning, even though he didn't actually. Mine die. was Boomerang because, um, or is it, is it Captain Boomerang? Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Yeah, yeah, because there, yeah, there was a whole joke in the first one where he disappears and comes back. Yeah, and then in this one, he finally is kaput. I think I think my favorite one's got to be Nathan Fillion's, only because his TDK. power was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like his arms came off, and then they're like just <laughs> slapping soldiers. And then obviously how he dies is like brutal. Like they shoot the arms and he's just like, ah, the screaming and like, uh, it was was very brutal. Like, I was, I was, so I was surprised by the beginning because I was like, man, they got Rooker in this. I'm like, he's going to be a thing. He's the protagonist. Everything really built it up. And I'm like, oh no, they just kill everyone. So his character Savannah is the POV character for the first 10 minutes. Yeah. The movie starts off with him as the protagonist. But I feel like the first Suicide Squad did something similar. Where oh, they they they, they they made somebody like the P, <laughs> the point of part you know the POV or whatever, well, they, the, but they wanted it. But they, again, it was to have the head explode to like really the showcase. Fir- they the, introduced everybody except that character. That's right. And then that's they right. Killed him. They killed only. him off. And the oh, first man. Suicide Squad movie, one of the biggest criticisms was the first forty minutes. Yeah, is all set up. Like yeah. it takes four. It's like and not till the forty fifth minute until they're actually on the mission. This one within the first five minutes. The first ten minutes of that setup. Yeah. Like that like whole it's opening, super quick, like just set up, and then yeah. you're in. Right. The like, first one is about what Rick's, um, Rick or Flag. Fla- yeah, Rick Flag's girlfriend, right? Yeah, and Enchantress, and they her made brother. a deal with her, and they have her heart, and the the target that they're getting out. The twist is like it's Amanda Waller who's at like in the middle of the Enchantress. Yeah. Oh, and the Flash is in it. Yeah, for he, a second with Captain Boomerang. Yeah, I bet I don't remember. Well, that. I wonder if Flash will miss him. Probably not. Do you think they were okay with like murdering and killing all these characters off because Flashpoint, you know, the the new uh, DCEU movie could potentially reset a couple of these things? Yeah. If they go that, I mean, I I really get the impression that these were supposed to be like just fun. I don't think any character they killed they are particularly interested in developing further. The only one, maybe. The only one that probably people were surprised by was Captain Boomerang because he has appeared in movies before. Um, I was surprised by uh, Rick Flag. I didn't think they were going to kill him. Well, he yeah. wasn't killed in the beginning, oh, yeah. and no, no, but yeah. him still dying, that yeah. I was still surprised. Well, by I that. think it was. I think it was nice to have like a a death with stakes because that was yeah. definitely the big one um, that they didn't undo in this movie. Um, what about Polka Dot? Polka Dot Man, you kind of <laughs> knew what was going to die. Like yeah. that, that felt like a character who was just going to. I mean, I think he says Never it right. It. Like one of his first lines when they're in the briefing is like, "He, he wants to die. Me. Yeah, he wanted like, to please die. kill me or something." Yeah. yeah. So you're like, "Oh, he's gone." Yeah. Uh, probably. So, but I mean, the way he dies is brutal. I mean, he gets crushed by Starro. But Rick Flags was like, you kind of knew of that battle that somewhat one of them was gonna die. And so I also thought, like, sucks, the, obviously, like the after credit scene for this because you know it's a comic book movie. There has sure. to be one. Um, the after credit scene or the second after credit scene where. You know, the agents, you know, Amanda Waller's, like, agents or whatever at the hospital. 
and they're like, you know, we found this person. I honestly thought it was going to be Flag. uh, Flag. Because I hadn't read all the stuff before that had said, because James Gunn's obviously doing a series for HBO Max with John Cena as peace with the Peacemaker. TV series. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. So they re- they shot that recently that uh after credit scene. And the two characters that are there, which is, you know, two of the supports that yep. are part of the show. So it was set up um what's interesting about it was Gunn originally pitched the show as a prequel, mm-hmm. something that explored how he became Peacemaker and what makes him tick and stuff and then he decided to make it a sequel series and that takes place after but there will be there still will be some of those flashbacks uh that explain kind of his origin but oh that'd be interesting i, I don't know i'm actually like not that excited for the show and may i feel like i'm in the minority for this but i thought his character was fun in the movie but like up until like i just don't really care where he goes from here mm. like to me i guess where he would go from here is was like wouldn't he want revenge on blood sport for Trying to kill him, which maybe Idris Elba is in the show. That'd be cool. I guess yeah. that would be fun. I mean, no, but Idris Elba no only reports. does uh, the only types of series he, he oh, does no. are one to, uh, turn up Charlie, t- turn up Charlie, <laughs> where he plays a DJ, still chasing that dream. Good for him. Oh and God. then if he's a he's a crooked cop in London, those are the Not only types of shows that he does. That's it. Or nothing a dr- else. Or a drug king. Or a drug kingpin in, the, in, in the, the, wire. the Wire. Yeah. Luther is not a crooked TV. cop. He he's is an on, he's honest and straight. He's the only honest man in he, London. He because of his <laughs> his like like him being a shitty person. He causes all that crap to all those other people in Luther. It's the opposite. His no. honor is His so honor strong is that it causes pain to everybody around him and I, destroys. I his haven't story. seen I this, think so I can't. Wait I think in. you saw a different Luther. I, I want to watch Luther. It's on my list. But, I, uh, like but let's also talk about like the, the big one, right? Obviously, Idris Elba play coming in as you know the, uh, Bloodsport. You know, some would argue is this the replacement of Deadshot? Deadshot, obviously, yes. Uh, <laughs> It leaves or runs away or whatever at the end of the, the first Suicide Squad, goes off with their kid. There are a lot of similarities between Deadshot and uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Both are really good with firearms. Both have troubles with family. Uh, both, both are, are ex-military. Both are ex-military. Um, which one do you prefer? Bloodsport. God, it's not even close. Deadshot, right? No. It's Bloodsport by Bloodsport by far, yeah, yeah. By far, no, you offense, know to Will, no offense to Will Smith. Full offense. Yeah. Idris Elba is just <laughs> is just a far more compelling actor. Whoa, I don't think I'm really saying. Not a I don't think I'm saying anything earth shattering. The problem with, with Will Smith is the problem with <laughs> yeah. Will Smith is he's Will Smith and everything. Like yeah. he plays Will Smith. Yeah. That's not true. He you know? does a really good job in like certain movies where like, I think drama is his is his like that's where he really. Can sure. turn on the acting. Yeah. I think these action movies like the Suicide Squad, yeah. it is where it's like it's he's Will Smith. He's Will Smith because <laughs> he just is he's there to collect the paycheck and that's a. Well, he knows how like his he's like a it's like the eighties action stars. Right? Yeah, they were even though there were different characters in different movies, they were always like, the same oh, character. you're Sylvester Stallone, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger in this situation where you take on an army or you're teach kindergarten and our cop or you have to get the toy right you know speaking of speaking of Sloan, obviously he's playing a new character king shark oh nice transition. in the in the suicide yeah. squad um i i do want to point this out to the point of you know Sylvester Stallone, big 80s action star yeah still making things like rambo good for him um <laughs> But he obviously did the voice of King Shark, 
And there's one scene that I want to paint a picture for you oh all, right? So there's one part where, <laughs> towards the end of the movie, oh, where King Shark so goes to good. the top of the uh, the bunker Yo-Nheim. building, Jornheim, and he sees these weird-looking creatures. Piranha jellyfish. Type things. <laughs> and uh, he refers to them as his friends, and he's happy. And he's running around going, oh. And I, I just want to po- point this out. Stilesta Stallone was in a sound booth. Or his home. Or his home. Probably his home <laughs> because it's COVID. And he was making those sounds. <laughs> going, and like, friends. And like, all, like. Yeah. So please just sit there for a moment. Sit there for a moment. Just imagine this 80s badass action star. You know, he, he's motherfucking Rambo. He, he. You need to go back he and has, watch Rocky He's been one. Judge Dredd. He's Rocky, like. Yeah, no, go back and watch Ro- watch Rocky 1. Yeah. Where he plays, like, a goofball for much of that movie. Uh, yeah, but I'm just saying the majority of things he does is this bad. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like he's got a. He was Judge Dredd, right before. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! Before the new Judge Dredd, and like, <laughs> he's just it's just it's a very funny thing it's to like bad. imagine, yeah. and I really do hope somebody puts. I hope there is some kind of video like of this. footage. Yes. If he did it at home, I'm sure it's like wife or daughter. It's got it. Somebody's got, got, have something. got some footage because that yeah. would be pretty funny. Good old King. Uh, uh, besides that, uh, Amanda Waller. Oh great. She was great. Who thought she was actually going to die in this one or be arrested? Mm. No. Well, I think I think one of the more I think that's actually one of the more interesting things between her version in this and her version in 2016, mm. because it feels like they we always talk about superheroes and depowering superheroes, right? Bucky and Falcon and Winter Soldier gets his ass handed to him in the show. In the you know in Winter Soldier, he's a badass. Yeah. She's kind of like depowered in this in terms of just like her influence and stuff. Because in the 2016 movie, she's like got direct lines to the government and the president. She only works with the military, etc. This one, it's like very much more. She's like the boss of like an office, you know. Like it, she she's w- the Michael Scott she's, of the military right kinda, now. She kind of is, right? It almost feels like she she's playing <laughs> golf at one fucking point. Yeah, I'd you love know? to see and, a miniseries on like and it's an like office. she's. That in some ways, she's, like, more brutal in this version, but less brutal as well. Like, there's a mutiny, obviously, at the end. They knock her out. <laughs> and she doesn't, it doesn't, it seemingly doesn't, it, it doesn't seemingly look like she arrests any of them or has them put away. The, the worst that she does is reassign some of them to look at, look at Peacemaker versus, like, the 2016 movie. She, well, she kills she her murders, staff. She murders her whole staff, yeah. you know? So I thought that was one of the interesting differences because this movie has been described as, like, not a true sequel, not like a true reboot, but kind of like a spiritual successor that has. I think some it's of the been same explained character. as a, it's a thing. It's a thing, right? It's a thing. Like obviously, like Boomerang and Flag and Harley Quinn, they all know each other, you know, but they never directly reference it. There's obviously a lot of like differences with some of the characterizations and the tonal stuff. So I thought that was like an interesting way to handle the character. Um, but yeah, like I still liked it. I liked what they did. It was just interesting that they made that change. I would say that her, like, if power. you if you compare yeah Amanda Waller twenty sixteen Suicide Squad to twenty twenty one the Suicide Squad, I I prefer the twenty sixteen one. Interesting uh, over this one. Cause to, to to your point, she just does not seem as threatening, and the fact right. that you know a staff member of hers was able to just bash her in the head. It didn't seemingly not really have any repercussions. At yeah. Least, at least that we were shown. Now, maybe that staffer got fired or put into, like, a dungeon or something. But still, that's not as bad as what she did in the first <laughs> yeah, she one. Like, she straight up murdered military personnel. Yeah. yeah. I was just uh, finding it to a picture for freedom. of a dungeon. For freedom. Because she was the only one that could come with the squad at that point. For plot. Yeah, plot device. Plot. Uh, 
and I guess the other big character who had, the differences was, and but this one maybe more positive was Rick Flag, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's pretty boring in the, in the 2016. Well, version. the whole 2016 movie was boring, right? Yeah. So. He's just like he's just this military guy. He has he's like very military man. So it's Joe Kin- Kinnam. Joel Kinnaman. 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 He um because he's Swedish. I just I mean I didn't just but uh for all mankind the Apple TV Plus yeah. show I watched that maybe two he's months ago. That, right? He's the lead in that. Um, he's also in Altered Carbon. He's in a bunch of stuff, yep. a bunch of action driven stuff. He's a Swedish actor. He's a Swedish actor. <laughs> the thing with Joel is, again, he I think he's been maybe typecast, maybe, you know. They're just putting him in similar roles where he plays like the very a very similar character. Sure. Even Straight like edge. his mannerisms, yeah. they seem very very similar. Where especially like where he's holding the gun, he he puts the gun down and like he's doing like this like eye up thing and like this crazy like it, it's in everything he does. Yeah. And you saw that all over the place here. He was funny though. Dude. Yeah, he was yeah. great. He was definitely he funny. Some, like he had some good lines, and I think that's why. His death was kind of like was sad because yeah. you liked the character yep. and you're like, wow, this character has been reclaimed. They've done something cool with him, and then yeah. it's like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, it did. They I, even I showed like, his heart get stabbed and stuff. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Mortal Kombat style. But it was weird. I, th- I, I feel like, like they the did fuck? that though to like to like tell you the audience like he's this character dead. is dead. His oh, last he's line, dead, dead. His dead, last dead. line is great though. He calls pe- he's like he's like peacemaker. What a joke. What a joke. <laughs> oh yeah, like very like uh, I got like Watchmen vibes uh, from that like. That whole standoff with um, Rick Flag and uh, Peacemaker. Yeah, so you know, it's uh, like, look, you, like you know, like uh, you know, for the government, yep. you know, just the the different philosophical viewpoints, like right. uh, you know, morality versus nationalism. I guess. Um, what, what's interesting was like he wasn't. I think Kinnaman was like the third or fourth choice for Rick Flag. Wow. The first choice who was cast, but then had to drop out for the Revenant was Tom Hardy. Oh um, wow! For the 2016 version. Then uh, Ayer um, right. pitched it to Jake Gyllenhaal oh, God. to be in it because I think he uh, he directed him in End of Watch. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he pitched it to J- Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal read the script and quickly said, "No, thank you." <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wonder why. Jake Gyllenhaal would have been not. Uh, it would have been weird. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think that would have fit. And Rick Flagg would have had a, a much bigger part. He did. so when it was Tom Hardy. Yeah, I think the move. I think the first version of that script was he was the main character. He was the protagonist. Gotcha. Um, and then it it quickly switched. To um, Will Smith. Away from that that, that. Yeah. I know we're slightly off the rails. Sure. That does sound like a more interesting movie. Having your main character be a person surrounded by these like super powered killers. You know, yeah. like having Rick Flag be your central character yep. who's got to keep these psychos in line and that be kind of the story instead of whatever we got well what we got was he he was supposed to do that but he was bringing these psychos to go save his girlfriend right yeah Uh, yeah it's just yeah i'm glad they like retconned that or at least yeah they didn't bring bring it at all yeah which was great (laughs) yeah yeah uh so let's let's get into favorite and least favorite parts here so we'll go around the room and list your favorite and then your least favorite or your least favorite then your favorite okay or your least favorite favorite or your favorite, least favorite. Okay. That confusing? No, makes sense. Yes. Christian, what's your stuff? Uh, I'm going to say my favorite part is just everything between Bloodsport and Peacemaker. So their whole <laughs> competition from their very first interaction all the way up until the last, I, w- I absolutely loved it. I don't think that was, a s- for me, there was not a single misstep in there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, 
you know, how they ramped up, like how they were competing when they were killing all the freedom fighters, uh, you know, how they were just like trying to one up each other the whole time. Um, and then both John Cena and Idris Elba, I thought, played off of each other super well. I would love to see them in more things together. They both know? exist in the Fast and Furious uh, universe. That's right. Because John Cena is Vin Diesel's yes. brother. And uh, Idris so Elba was uh, <laughs> Black Superman in Hobbs and Shaw. That's really calls wait, himself Black But doesn't I'm he Black die Superman. at the end of Hobbs and Shaw? Well, he dies, but like, who really dies in that? Yeah, franchise? no one. You, that Everyone was, lives was, multiple times. Exactly. Uh, spoiler alert for, does anyone care about F9 here? If I yeah, I do. I've only seen the first one, and I still need to watch the next eight to catch up so I can watch nine. I, and, I, and I will. I've only watched one, and then I watched nine, and I feel like I'm caught up. You never yeah, watched the greatest so Tokyo I've heard, Drift? I've heard no. I've heard Fast and Furious 5 is like a top Fast two five. action oh, movie of all time. So I want to watch the whole thing just to watch 5. and five, then 6, and 7. Or awesome. I've heard where it's like incredible. Is 9 in space? <laughs> no, I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> yeah, don't, oh my don't God, spoil it. Yeah, yeah, say nothing. I, I thought it was in the trailer I saw, but oh, anyway, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Maybe. Uh, all right, and your least favorite part then? Uh, oh, man. Um, or come back to me because I'm, I'm <laughs> not sure if I have one, but okay. that seems like a cop out. So my uh, my favorite part <laughs> is rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's also rat. your one word impression. I know I'm a very simple person. Oh, I love it. No, not just because of uh, Sebastian the rat, but also like Rat Catcher uh, two being you know the emotion the, the center emotional piece. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh man! No, I, I like that that her whole story. Um, I thought what was weird with like this movie at face value, it's this goofy action thing. But like the conversation that Ratcatcher has with um, Bloodsport and like their troubles with family and everything, that was actually kind of like touching and moving. And I thought that was a surprise, which was nice. Um, and then also the fact that her <laughs> drugged out father was. Um, Taika Waititi. Yeah, that was that was just a nice oh, like that was, great. that was just that was funny um, because he's a he's a great he's a great director, but he's also a really good actor. I oh, think. Fantastic. So. Well, it's funny because like all a lot of his cameos are like voice acting, and he's like yeah. an animated character. So I think people people knew about his cameo, but no, didn't know exactly what it was. It was be, yeah. So I think people assumed he would be some animated character, or maybe yeah. the voice of Weasel, or something like that. So I think it was it was always a nice play on expectations that he was kind of this like in you know, small but important character that drove one of your main characters. And it wasn't like a, a humorous cameo. It was like one with depth and seriousness to it. And then my least favorite part, um, ugh, you know, I'm going to have to copy Christian. Okay, I've got to me. I've got, okay, I've, go I've back got, to me. I've, I've got my least favorite part. My yep. least favorite part, I think, is the fact that we didn't have Peacemaker uh, or Rick Flag in the final battle. I would have liked to have one of them in there, just because I think it would have added just one more dimension to that battle. Um, the fact that neither of them were there, I just felt like it was still great. I still love the ending. Mm-hmm. I love that battle still. I, it just would have been one more like tactical element. And if it was Peacemaker, it would have been one more you know character thing between uh, Peacemaker and Bloodsport. You know, to be like you know. What should we do tactically to take this thing down? That could have been a cool yeah. argument back and forth there. Um, and Rick Flag, you know, having him who has worked with Bloodsport before, that could have been a cool. They could have 
worked off of each other, you know, tactically, which might have been kind of fun to see. That's why his death is tragic. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, it, 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 I mean, I th- it was tragic uh, for At me. At least they didn't kill Sebastian. That would have been truly <laughs> That would have been, been very... Gravy, I would have liked riot. the theater. I bet James he Gunn would've... would have gotten a lot of hate mail if they yeah, killed oh yeah. off that rat. Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> I, fig- I figured out my least favorite part. Uh, they underutilized Milton. Oh, Milton. Wow. They could have done way Milton. more with Milton, the sandal-wearing po- military guy. The, the whole convo was not to over The whole convo was like, <laughs> who's Milton? Why, why did he... Why He was still with us? Why? And then Harley <laughs> Quinn to, 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 to blow us up. Hey, like, yeah, we talked about it. I'll You're be your Milton. friend. Milton. <laughs> <laughs> My name's not Milton. I hope uh, all the, co- the cons, whenever they're back in person again, get flooded with Milton cosplay. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. That's the guy. That's not I, mean, blood, I mean, Bloodsport's armor is cool. I'm sure there's going to be some really cool ones of that. But I would. But I want to see more Milton. Milton. We should yeah. all go as Milton. I remember. I remember, and I, I said this afterward as well. The slow motion shot as they're approaching with Jung Milton on the yeah, very end. Yeah. Right, and I'm like, oh, they're putting this guy as part of the Suicide Squad, I guess. Which I, I loved because I'm like, it's so random. I'm like, why not just have these randos appear? And then you see him like running in, like after he's like the last person into the building. I'm like, oh, they're really playing this up. He's part of the team, I guess. And then the fact that he wanted to help. I thought Milton was still at the truck. Like, like, why is he even here? It's so good. Junie, your uh, your favorite so and your least good. favorite? Um, I think my favorite part has to be a lot of the King Shark scenes. Like, even the first one where he's about to eat Rat Catcher, mm-hmm. and he's like, num num. Mm. And and then, you know, if there's a really touching scene with Rat Catcher where she's like, he's like, I don't have friends. And he's like, you, we're friends. And he's like, friend. Oh, man. Friend. You know, that's nice. And even at the end of the battle where he's, like, looking at all the dead bodies and he's like, num num. Num num. <laughs> num num. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, also, the fact that he's just so powerful. He yeah. drops from the top of Jotunheim. Should be dead from that. Has all these piranha things sticking out of him. Should be dead from that. Gets an army to shoot two rounds into him. Yep. Still alive. Yeah. Truly a bad, like a, a badass. Just in terms of like his power, his power level is uh, over nine thousand, as they say. In Dragon but Ball but Z. nicely offset by his intellect. He's I very. Would, I would say his innocence. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's yeah. an even better way to put it. Yeah. yeah, his 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 intellect and his innocence. I would also the aqua- the aquarium scene that we talked about. I would take like a a documentary or just one of those like. 10-hour loops of him just, like, running around <laughs> an aquarium, discovering different types of fish, <laughs> waving at them. But, you know, you, you know, should do it. We should put it out under Was It Good. That'll get 7 million <laughs> views. Put us on the map. All you have to do is do it. Yeah, all that will happen is copyright, you know, take it's down fine. notices. No big. You just have to change the song or something. Yeah, baby shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More copyright. <laughs> oh. No, uh, if a no, Christian no, do sings the, it. Just get it from the Do the DJ Shark. Uh, shark chant from the NFL, you know, the stadium, whatever. Jamie Tatooine. Or that one. Uh, your least favorite part? Uh, I'm going to say walking back Peacemaker's death at the after credit mm. scene. Was but they needed, they needed it for the uh, series. Yeah, but then don't make the series. Well, they had to. <laughs> or just keep it as a prequel. They didn't have to. Like James Gunn pitched it, and he yeah. was also the director of this movie. So he decided to... Kill him and then walk back that death. Well, he wasn't technically dead. Yeah, but I mean, Obviously. they still, you know, it still seemed the, the way it was presented, <laughs> the way that the scene was presented was he was shot in the neck, balls down, eyes wide open, blood spilling everywhere, 
Seems pretty definitive. Yeah, but they didn't do what they did with Rick, where they go inside the body and show the heart stopping. They didn't show that for many of the character deaths. (laughs) So then they all could come back. Boom. I don't think Weasel came back. Weasel came back. Polka Dot Man could come back. He could fall into another dimension. Polka Dot Man. Maybe the Polka Dots dots came out of his body and created a shield. There you go. Yeah. And uh, Uh, 10 hours later, he's going to wake up and be like, ah. (gasps) Yeah, but for me, again, like, kind of as I said earlier, I just don't know. For me as an audience member, I'll probably check out the series because, like, this is what we watch. This is the stuff we watch. This is the stuff we talk about on the podcast. But I wouldn't say I'm, like, overly excited for the show or, like, was hammering for, like, ah, oh, I need a Peacemaker spinoff. Like, I, there's at least five other characters I'd much rather see more of over him. I thought he, like, worked really well in the scope of this movie, but that's about it. Like, there's just not much more I'd want. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd be worried – because, like you said, he works so well yeah. with the rest of the cast. So having his own solo thing, you know, I, I'd be hesitant. But that being said, it's James Gunn. I'm sure it's going to be There's a plan super fun. I'm and sure, yeah, so. it's yeah, I'm sure he'll become Superman. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I got to say it. I got to say it. We have to mention it at least once. Another favorite part is uh, Polka Dot seeing his mom. Oh yeah, everywhere. everywhere. It was just so funny, and star, I was like, I was like looking fish. forward to like every yeah. time that they used it. I was like, oh, this is, and it was just hilarious. It was just like this, you know, his 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 mom, just his Karen looking mom, his Karen looking yeah, mom, just doing. They, were, they normal, literally. I wonder. I wonder things. what the casting call was for the mom. Oh, like, man. I've like seen her before. Karen she's definitely mom. she's definitely been in a few things. Like I've seen her in stuff. So. So before we ask that big question, guys, let's hear bull predictions. And it doesn't have to be strictly about suicide. The Suicide Squad can be about DC, EU in general. James Cunn. James Cunn? Oh, my God. James, James Gunn Whoa. in uh, the DC. Good thing we're not live right now. Um, uh, but, yeah, so what's your, your bull predictions there? I would like – well, obviously, I have a bull prediction that James Gunn is going to come out with a series around Peacemaker. <laughs> Um, Not that the, he's uh, that he's <laughs> he's talking to D to well, talking to Warner Brothers to do more DCEU movies. He should. Well, let's talk about he that. Should. Let's, that, that let's talk about that real quick. This movie, like, uh, let's look at the financials <laughs> the real quick. This movie, for all intents and purposes, in terms of box office numbers, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, over the weekend, I believe it came in around was it sixteen? It was under twenty million worldwide. But that's understandable when you can see the movie with an HBO Max subscription. 20 domestically. And then I think it was like 70 worldwide. Yeah. So, but that makes sense, right? Not great. That makes sense. It's probably going to lose money. Makes sense. Um, Especially that the way COVID has been going with theaters and more people are now reluctant to go out. And the fact that it was available on HBO Max. For sure. For free with a subscription. Also, this past weekend, COVID cases have essentially doubled in all major cities. Right. So, So, but I, I think... Warner Brothers had to have known when they did the HBO Max deal, they had to measure success differently this entire year for their entire slate. Like, they couldn't be like, yeah, if uh, Suicide Squad doesn't make $500 in the box office, it's a failure, you know? Mm. Clearly, it's not a failure. Like, it's it's being well-received critically. I think it's got, like, a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, second-highest-rated DCEU movie ever. Um, Oh, wow. That's the first one. Wonder Woman is oh, that ninety three, and then I think Shazam is at ninety percent. Oh wow! For the top three. That what about high. the Snyder Cut? The Snyder Cut's like in the high eighties, I believe. I oh. think it was like an eighty something. I'm shocked. 
Should be I think the problem, though, with the Snyder Cut of Justice League is you still have Bad the memories. Dis- yeah, exactly. <laughs> you still have that distaste of the first one in your yeah, head. It's true. also like, it's, it's almost true. like this fever dream, too. It's like, is it real? Yeah. Is it not? I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe I don't know it what's is. Real. Maybe it isn't. Oh, but it's not part of the DC right. either. I will I will I will say this like DCEU and <laughs> DC in general has put out some like very strong movies recently. I mean uh, some of them are obviously like retcons pronounced like Schneider cut. Um and I know Joker technically isn't part of the DCEU but like the DC at least movies are they're different from each other. They it's a varied universe. It's like whatever you're in the mood for. Sure. DC is starting to put out now Movies where you're like, I'm in the mood for something really uh, cinematically beautiful. Put on the Snyder Cut. I'm in the mood for something really funny. You could throw on Suicide Squad or Shazam, you know. Yeah. And slowly, very slowly, and almost painfully slowly, we're getting a lot of like really good, a, a, a nice <laughs> lib, a nice library. <laughs> well, I, I will say that one character we haven't talked a lot about was Harley Quinn. Um, yeah. And she was a character, you know, she's always been a popular character within the DCU. Yeah. She was probably the most popular thing to come out of the 2016 version. Um, I think a lot of people liked her arc in this movie as well. Um, and it's actually, it's interesting because even some of like my friends that I've talked to were like, oh, I really liked Harley Quinn and have now gone back. And last year, Birds of Prey came out, which was, mm. you know, the Harley Quinn movie. Not a lot of people really saw that movie. It kind of came out. Kind of missed it. Yeah. People missed it. Well, yeah, because it, it was, was just a straight to HBO Max release. No, right? no, it came out in theaters in February, but it was like a few weeks before oh, COVID. Gotcha. Oh. And so, like, it, but even like February is not a great release time for superhero movies in general. It didn't feel like there was just a lot of buzz around it. Good movie, like uh, probably one of the stronger DCEU movies. One that I enjoyed, and it seems like people are like rediscovering now because. Um, I think a lot of people were like, whoa, how did she go from the Harley Quinn of 2016 to this Harley Quinn? And that movie kind of bridges that bridges that, yeah. that arc a little bit and, and kind of gives her some more um, independence and I think a stronger Harley Quinn. Too. So real quick, back to your bold predictions here. Because nobody's given one. Oh. True. <laughs> any, my any? bold prediction? Yeah, not, not your obvious prediction. Rick Flag will die. Oh my God! Chuck Flag will come back. Rick Flag will live. Hey, I'll give a bold prediction. Yeah. I guess kicked off here. <laughs> my bold prediction is going to be that James Gunn, Zack Schneider are currently in the process of removing the studio execs that have plagued us with shitty DC movies, and soon the Schneider Gun universe wow. uh, will take Schneider over. Gun. Schneider Gun, and they will bring over Kevin Feige. <laughs> what <laughs> to head it all up, and then it will just be strictly. Schneider and Gunn and directors that they pick that make the, all these new movies. I'm, I'm going to take it one step further. It's a coup. There's a gonna, fucking coup. I'm going to take it one step further with my bold prediction. James Gunn will be the new, will be the Kevin Feige of uh, the DCU. Wow. That is what Warner Brothers, I think Warner Brothers loves his vision. And then I Disney. And then and the style. And they want to make, their, like, it's not just a deal to do more movies. It's like, Run this shepherd thing. our universe yeah. now. And then wow. Disney's going to turn around and sue James Gunn and be like, no, you can't leave us, you bastard. He said, he did, he said that he's done, I think, with Guardians specifically, and I feel like yeah, it's too the Marvel for him. thing in general. Like, <laughs> it's too he's happy. Just, he's like, fuck this Groot thing. <laughs> oh he did say that he was bored with superhero movies, though. He, he did, but he's definitely, he is talking to Warner Brothers to do more 
superhero DC movies. Superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, he said he was bored because the yeah. money wasn't good. I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. I was gonna say anyone can change their mind for yeah. a few more dollars. <coughs> Chris Evans. <coughs> Wait, how come nobody's making bold predictions that certain actors or actresses are gonna turn around and sue Warner Brothers for this really being simultaneously released on HBO Max? That's a boring prediction. Who wants to waste that prediction on that? Michael Rooker is going to turn around <laughs> and sue Warner Brothers. Oh, no, man. Michael Rooker's great. He's a great... He's just... He's 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 great in everything he does. I, nice. love, I love Michael. Oh, real quick. The the new Batman movie that's coming out. Is that DCU or is that kind of like Joker? No, it's, it's kind of... It's, uh, it's, it's Yes. Oh, my God. To everything I, you said. I think itself. you nailed it when you said DCEU. Question mark? I think it yeah. needs a question mark. Yeah, because it's like, what is it anymore? I don't. I don't think. I don't think the filmmakers <laughs> even know if it's like a connected universe anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, here's the thing, though. So. I don't think it needs to be. Like, no, it make a movie. It, it can connect. It doesn't yeah. have to connect. I think we get stuck sometimes on what Marvel and Disney have done. Correct. And, and DC try, doesn't they have need to a, do that. The movies will the be stronger they don't as well. Yeah, They'll Joker's be stronger without a very strong piece it. when you yeah. don't sit there and you're like, okay, how, how does yeah. this connect? Like, because they can you just tell there, a story yeah, instead exactly. of worrying about I mean, about even this movie, right? Like, I think yeah. most of us, most if this had been a few years ago, we'd been like, how does this connect to the DCEU? We haven't even talked about that. Yeah. We haven't even talked about like how it really doesn't. Like, Bloodsport is in the, you know, he's there because he shot Superman. That's never been presented to happen in the DCEU with a kryptonite bullet, but like, who the fuck cares? It's yeah. still a good movie. You, you know, know you already know, you know exactly. You have the image in your brain. Yeah. That's all you really need. And it's like doesn't matter who you know, who you played know, Superman. You know what the, the cares? <laughs> you know, played Superman. You know what the great thing is all they have to do is just let the Which TikTok, version? you know, fan theorists yeah. make their stuff, and then the writers can just go base it on that. And well, boom. Well, Elba uh, Idris Elba has said that he would love to do a Bloodsport prequel where he actually shoots Superman. That's just the opening scene in the movies, but something completely, <laughs> something totally else. Nice. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Chris, do you have any bold predictions, or should um, we move on? Bold predictions. Uh, DCEU will overtake Disney as my favorite franchise. Wow. I thought you were like next, financials, like that's in not the possible. next in the next two years. Whoa! Whoa. I thought you were say. I two think days. with the release of Batman, the DCEU. <laughs> will will be like One more you time? Know, DC Warner Brothers vision for their comic book movies will uh, it's gonna overtake my Christian. We know they don't have a vision. It's not really That's a bold the vision. vision. Is yeah. that and that's working? They're nailing it. Game now. plan, no game plan. Is exactly. now James Gunn is gonna ruin that by being the Feige of DCEU? Well, hopefully, <laughs> DCEU? So hopefully he'll just turn turn that down and just you know. You know, yeah, he turns it down, and he decides to work with A24, and he makes oh. a romantic uh, sci-fi. Real quick, would anyone <laughs> would anyone want another Suicide Squad movie that's a direct sequel to this movie? No, be done with this. Um, Make something different. Tired of, like, the heads exploding. I get it. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe not Suicide Squad, but we I think we had this discussion, right? What was it called? Uh, Task Force X or something? Well, so I thought Task Force was X was, was something separate, but it's just another name for it's Suicide Squad. It's just another squad. name for the Suicide yeah. Squad. So still I, the thought, I thought it was like the off-the-grid Suicide Squad, as in they weren't tracked by Amanda Waller. There's a there's a whole line where yeah. they are doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, but then again, they like, they typically fall into like mercenaries-type stories. Mm, nice. Um, which is, you know, those might be interesting, especially with... Uh, you know, if we, it's a different enough we story. know that Deathstroke is running around doing oh, something. Yeah. Joe Manganiello guy. Joe Manganiello. You know he's in How You May How uh, yeah, I really He's a uh, uh, Brad. He's um Brad. He's uh, the shirtless lawyer. He's Marshall's friend, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Real quick, Marshall. so when James Gunn was approached by Warner Brothers to do a superhero movie, they said, we want you to do Superman, but you can choose anything you want. He quickly said no to Superman, and he said, I want to do a, a Suicide Squad movie. Can I do that? You guys just made one. It sucked. Can I still do it? I don't think he said it sucked. but and they No, said, he yeah. did. They said, yeah, you can do it. And so that's that's ha- how the Suicide Squad ended up happening. So I don't know if for this new deal they're going to give him kind of Free do whatever you want again. And Absolutely. then he could be like, I want to do Weasel, the movie. You also have to remember, though, I mean, I don't know the inner workings of the deal with Discovery. Yeah, Discovery Network and uh, Warner Brothers. Remember uh, that was that whole yeah, merger? HBO, yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's still probably some internal shuffling happening. Totally. It's very possible, just like with any big mergers, that in a m- year it could be like, we're shutting the whole thing down for some fucked up just reason. Just when they finally get some success. Yep. <laughs> Done. Yep. They're like, we're going to take the uh, DC property and turn them all into nature documentaries that will only air on uh, Discovery. And it's basically like a film crew following like Batman around in Gotham. Ooh. But you like have that British guy narrow narrating it and the bat well, he jumps fun. down on the mm-hmm. villain I'd and punches it, it in the oh face no. that sounds oh no highly he has intriguing. accidentally killed this robber <laughs> he's now hiding the body <laughs> oh, what the fuck <laughs> we need to go this is a very <laughs> different fear. batman vision <laughs> and here's the joker oh oh he's oh he's doing meth we have to go <laughs> <laughs> we have to go cut away cut away <laughs> bird bird okay uh, i think it's that time uh, Arjuna, kick us off. Ravi, was James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy the Suicide Squad? <laughs> Good. No. Yes, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad was great. Uh, Krishna, was The Suicide Squad the film um, that had things that happened? Good. Yeah. Yes, it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And I will watch it again. <laughs> in fact, I, I could watch in it fact, you know what's again. really weird? I just forgot. I could watch it right now if I wanted to because it's on HBO Max. He just gets up awesome? walks out. Yeah. Um, Arjuna, was The Suicide Squad good? Yes, it was good. Enjoyable, fun, humorous, violent, Very emotional. Fun. Yeah. Bird. Weasel. I want my bird. 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 Yeah. Uh, it was good. We didn't actually answer the question, though. Guardians or The Suicide Squad? Oh, Suicide Squad. Guardians. The Suicide Squad. So uh, It yeah. has to be Guardians, and the reason I say, gar- like, the Suicide Squad. Don't tell me it has yeah, to be. It's an opinion. For me. For me. Well, when I say it has to be. For okay, me, it has fair. to be Guardians because. Is that because you watched Guardians 20 times? It was eight <laughs> in theater. But, Guardian, but Guardians, to me, inspires a lot of the Suicide Squad, right? Like, we, Christian's one word was gun, and, like, his gunisms <laughs> were in... <laughs> I love We're it. In, I love it. You know, a lot of a lot of the quirks and the humor come from Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the, th- this movie doesn't get made this way without Guardians of the Galaxy, and I still think Guardians is a superior movie to yeah. the Suicide Squad. Uh, I I've, I'm gonna say Suicide the Suicide Squad because it it is a comic book movie, but there also feels like this kind of and this is gonna be weird to say like a real element to it where there is. Stakes, there is death, there is... Government corruption. There's government corruption. Gun Gun described it as a war movie. He made a war movie. Yeah, and that makes it feel a little bit more grounded while, you know, uh, (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy is this fantastical space (laughs) adventure and a dance-off. The dance-off will always... The dance-off in Guardians of the Galaxy is the thing that always annoys me about that movie just because it felt so... Felt? It felt... Felt. It felt so weird. 
don't know what weird, accent this is. It felt uh, weird. Felt. Uh, so Christian, how do you feel today? Yeah, if I have to break the tie. Um, Drum roll, somebody. Uh, so it, obviously, though, I'm played by recency bias. And Get the out. fact that I've seen <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy so many times that it's it, it, it's inevitable. When you Diluted. watch something that many times, it's like it's <gasps> going to lose some of I don't know, the prestige gets appeal. better and better every time I watch Then you can't answer know. this until you've seen The Suicide Squad as many times as you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. But I have to answer the question now because it was asked. So I'm going to say Suicide Squad. But Get with the, the caveat, here. With the caveat <laughs> that I realize... <laughs> You're wrong. Got it. The <laughs> caveats exist because of the aforementioned. Are you trying to say caviar? No, no cavi- caveats. No. <laughs> caveats. Hey, 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 before we do our closing here, uh, has everyone had caviar? Is it any good? I've never had caviar yeah, it's before. It's overrated. It's delicious. Wait, you guys have had it? Yeah. Oh, you haven't had it. I've never had it. I've never had it. It's like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's Is great. it like sardines? No. No. Is it like mackerel? No. no. Tilapia? You I'm just going to start listening. You just have to try it. It's not it's its own fish thing. per se. And with that, we're gonna get the hell out of here. Thank you as ours for listening. You can find us us you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram at Was It Good BTM. Our next pod is gonna be live on YouTube, youtube.com slash was it good. And it's gonna be on the season one finale of Bad Batch and also the what if season premiere, which is a new Marvel Disney Plus show. When so. is that live stream, sir? Friday. Yeah. Well, it, I don't think you never said you Friday. Friday. Oh, this yeah. Friday. Yeah. It'll be Friday. Oh, Friday. Yeah, I thought he did too. You just said yeah. next podcast will be on. Yeah. Well, you should all be on our same page here. Anyway, thank you and goodbye. <laughs>